guys, and welcome to the Are You Sleeping podcast. Now, in this podcast, each week I'm going to tell you about a story that I find to be extremely interesting. These stories are going to consist of true life events, myths, legends, paranormal activity, and so much more. I hope you enjoy these stories, and don't forget to give this podcast a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe. It really helps out smaller podcasts like this one, and it means so much. All right, now for today's episode, we are going back to my hometown of New Westminster, British Columbia, out in Canada. And specifically, we are going to be talking about New Westminster Secondary School, the one and only high school in the city of New Westminster. So let's get started. On December 16, 1949, the Vincent Massey Junior High School was officially opened in New Westminster, British Columbia, Canada. Near the same time, the Pearson Wing, which was a separate senior high school, was also opened. Nearly 25 years later, in 1965, the two schools became one, which is now known as the New Westminster Secondary School. Now, many people know the history of this old school. You see, this secondary school was not just built anywhere. The land that it was built on had a long history before it. So let's first rewind and talk a little bit more about this land. Prior to the 1860s, the site of the school was a public cemetery where many important people of New Westminster were laid to rest. Many of the citizens in this graveyard were part of the Chinese, Sikh, and indigenous communities. Now, New Westminster has had a long history, like many other cities, but New Westminster's history has definitely had a deeper one. Also buried in this public cemetery were prisoners, stillborn babies, and mentally ill patients. The British Columbia Penitentiary was a maximum security prison, which was also located in New Westminster. Also home to New Westminster was the Provincial Hospital for the Insane, or later named Woodland School. This was a psychiatric hospital for children with disabilities, runaways, and wards of the state. It was said that the significant abuse took place at the school, and patients from the school were also buried at this old grave site at New Westminster Secondary School, or NWSS for short. In the neighboring city of New Westminster, there is a city called Coquitlam, where there was also the Riverview Hospital, which was Canada's mental health facility, who also buried their patients in the old cemetery that NWSS was built on. In the late 1800s, the buried patients were said to be moved to a new site located elsewhere in the city, and the land was leased to the federal government where it was used for training and housing of the Royal Westminster Regiment of the Canadian Army. It was stated by many, however, that not all the burial sites were moved, and even the ones that were moved were not moved very well. Finally, in 1948, the school development began. Now, there have been many stories about NWSS over the history of the school, but I mean, with the history of the city and the school's land, are you even surprised? Because I'm not. Now, NWSS has had many ghost stories, it has many hauntings, and there have been said to be many deaths at the school, some confirmed and some just stories and speculation. Let's start with the first story. 
Now, this one is the first haunting that I actually heard about when I attended the school myself. And naturally, me being me, I spent so much time looking into it. Now, what I can tell you for certain is that there is no available record in the paper about this death. I looked at all of the paper archives and found nothing going back this far. But there are a lot of old staff members who have had who have, sorry, confirmed facts about this story. So I guess it's up to you now if you want to believe this story or not. Now, this is the story about the floating pool boy. Now, what I forgot to mention earlier in the backstory is that NWSS is a huge school. It is the only secondary school in New Westminster. Now, it just recently in the last year or two kind of got a revamp and the school was finally replaced. But up to that point, it has been the same school all of these years. It was the same school that I went to, that my father went to, that all the people before him went to. And the school... Um, was very old, was very dingy. I'm sure it had a few renovations here or there, but it did not seem like it had anything done to it. Now, during the time that it was built in a very small city, it has been said that the school held various departments and facilities, one of them being a small swimming pool. Now, many have stated that there was no swimming pool in the school. When you read the very few articles online about the fluting pool boy and you check out the comments, you can always find those people who seem to know 100% that there was no pool. But there are also many who have stated that there definitely was. Now, in the early 1970s, NWSS was open and running. And the NWSS pool was a facility that the school used during PE classes or gym classes. I don't know what you call it, wherever you're living. One day upon arrival of the pool, a child was found floating in the pool. This boy did die in the pool and shortly after the incident in the 1970s, the pool was closed. Many years later, the pool was filled, but access to the pool was never fully blocked off. Now, if you are from New Westminster and you attended the school, you will definitely know these locations and buildings I am going to share with you now. And to all of you that did not attend the school, I will try to paint a picture as best as I can just to demonstrate how big the school was. NWSS consisted of three buildings, all of which used to be individual schools. There was the Pearson Wing and the Massey Wing, which were later connected by an overpass, but separate to those large buildings is the Massey Theater building. This is another huge building, which is where the pool lay. In Massey Theater, there are three floors. The general floor, which is a floor where you can access the two gymnasiums or the theater or the function center. You can walk up the stairs to access the balcony to the theater. Um, there are bleachers to the gymnasium access there. There are a few storage closets and drama classrooms. And finally, you can walk down to the basement where there was the old cafeteria, the drama dungeon, which was like a big drama studio. And finally, you could find the old access to the pool down there. Now, if you've attended the school and you've ever gotten to this hallway, which was said to be located beside the drama building, you will know that is an unlit hall with chairs and tables on either side. Now, it was said that 
The access was inside the old cafeteria and it is now used as storage. At the end of this hall, there was an old pool site which has been filled. This is now being used as storage for tables, desks, and things around the school. Now, I must admit, I've never seen this myself. I've never seen this access. This is just kind of what I found online, people kind of describing where it is. And I mean, thinking back to when I went to the school myself, it kind of makes sense. You know, everything kind of checks all of these rooms and all of these halls check. So who knows if it's there or not. Now, Massey Theatre does, or did back then, have security at night. It has been reported multiple times that many security guards have heard a child <laughs> laughing from the hall. Now, many have reported that upon investigation of this hall, there have been no sightings of anything. Many have said that upon approaching the old pool room, a sudden coldness was felt. But again, no sightings of anything have ever been reported just the voices and the laughing of a little boy. Now, the stories don't just stop there. There have been numerous other stories of sightings in various other parts of the school. One story very similar to the last story is the story of the shouting man in the shooting range. Now, there seems to be no consistent account of whether this range was a gun range or an archery range. Half of the stories literally say it's an archery range and the other half just say that it's a shooting range. But there are confirmations that there was an old shooting range in Moody Park, which is where, which was used, sorry, for troops to get ready for the war. And Massey Theatre does technically fall within Moody Park. The Royal City Record, which is the city of New Westminster's paper, did state, and I quote, Through its history, Moody Park has housed an eclectic range of activities, including a shooting range, one of BC's first golf courses, and a cricket green. What the paper does not state is whether the shooting range mentioned in the paper is the same one that has been cited or have been said to be cited at NWSS, or if there is one altogether. What has been confirmed by an old Massey Theatre worker is that there are old tunnels, halls, and rooms in the basement of the building. Now, the entrance to these halls, tunnels, and all of that have not been confirmed. Um, it has not been mentioned where the entrance to these are. Um, the worker has just confirmed that they do exist. Now, one of these tunnels leads to an old shooting range that has faded numbers, has faded lines and targets on the floors and walls. These lines and targets are of course extremely old and the room has said to be now used for storage, but it has been stated that security workers have heard shouting from the range, have heard archery noises from the range and similar to the last upon investigation have found absolutely nothing now again there are so many other stories in regards to nwss that i have found some of these being extremely short giving you absolutely no detail at all and some of them giving more detail again all of these stories are not confirmed by papers or anything like that they are all just word of mouth things that i found online but one of these stories that I found is a boy dying in the 1980s in the woodworking shop. There have been reports of machines being found on in the morning or randomly turning on during the day. 
there have also been reports of security camera footage catching a boy walking around the room. But when security comes to investigate, there's no one there. There have also been orbs of light seen in the Massey Theater on stage as well as sightings of a lady in white. No one knows who this lady is, but people have noticed this lady and followed her in the basements of the Massey Theater, only for her to disappear upon turning a corner. All right, you guys, now that is the last of the stories that I have about NWSS. I hope you enjoyed those stories and yeah, let's move on to the next story. Now, this next story is called The Late Night Ghost Story. It was found on the subreddit Ghost Stories, and be sure to check out the link in the bio to the story if you want to read it. But let's get into this story. My roommate and I at the time lived near a middle school and would smoke weed there around 1 to 2 a.m. out of boredom from time to time. We went there because oftentimes we'd loiter schools, graveyards, and climb rooftops to smoke and get a nice view of the city, often to look for paranormal activity and honestly just kill boredom. This particular school, however, had many of our friends believe that it could have been haunted. We would hop a fence, walk the open grass yard, and smoke behind the bungalows where it was well lit. On the other side of the bungalows was the courtyard and patio in the center where the kids would eat lunch, then the main school facility, which was made up of red bricks. So while we'd get ready to start a smoke sesh, we could hear a heavy pair of footsteps and keys make a jiggling sound mostly the entire time down the dark corridor in the center of the campus. Of course, everyone thought it could be a custodian, but this school was pitch black, except for the street lamps outside the property that kept the field visible. Also, I don't think a janitor would be at the school at the late hours on a weekend, so we never went further. Until one night, my roommate and I decided we'd make an attempt to go through. Of course, we blitzed our brains to high hell and stepped further into the dark. At first, it was dead quiet and we couldn't see much, just the bungalow classes on the right and the red brick building on our left. And straight ahead was the outdoor lunch tables. It was at that point where halfway in the lunch area, things got weird. So we were walking side by side, surrounded by several rows of aluminum tables under an aluminum roof, and we still can't really see a thing, but I swear, I mean, I swear I started to hear kids running, laughing, chattering, playing, yelling, and I couldn't do anything but press forward as I was in some kind of a dull trance. The noise going on made me question if it was really happening, but in the state I felt I was in, I didn't want to break the silence either. It was also strange how it started off very faint and gradually gained volume the further we went in. Toward the end of the lunch area was a space where I could see a crack of light coming through the street just over the red brick wall with several feet ahead of us. My thought at that point was like, okay, I've had enough, thank God. And just when the chattering of children was loud enough, a school bell began to ring out to which it felt like I could hear at that moment when kids started taking off to get to class. We get to the wall and hop over it and end up at the main entrance of the school. 
While we were making our way back to the apartment, I told my roommate what was going on in my head because the whole time we didn't say a peep to each other, except when we first got in. Strange enough, he tells me that he heard the exact same thing. Even the way we felt was similar. My hair still stands up just writing this. I don't think we ever went back, but if I did, I'd like to have done a more proper investigation. Okay, you guys, and the final story that I have also found on the subreddit Ghost Stories is called Girl's Voice in the Basement of the School. Once again, be sure to head to the show notes if you want to read the story for yourself, but let's get into it. So when I was in school, about 14 years old, me and my friends said, let's go climb around on the roof of the school. I went to a different school than my friends, so we went to their school. Till this day, I'm not sure why, but it was a warm night and it was the weekend, so we thought, why not? We got to the school, which was only about 10 minutes away from our houses. This place just straight up looks creepy. Like, it looks more like an old hospital than a school. But we hop over the fence and head to the part where you get up to the roof. So we are messing around on the roof for a while and my friend, I will use her first letter of her name, K, says, I want to show you guys the basement. So we get down of the roof and get to the stairs that lead to the door. Kay says he's going to go check if the door's unlocked and me and my other friend, W, wait for him at the top. He shouts to us, it's unlocked and to come down. So we do. Now, this basement was like a different vibe. We only had our phone torches on and we were looking around, but it felt as if someone was waiting down there for us. We checked and there was definitely only three of us down there at this time. While we are looking around, we see a load of old school stuff like desks and that type of thing. We look around a little more and decide to leave so we could check some other stuff out. And I was the last one out the door. K and W was waiting at the top of the stairs. Just as I go to shut the door, all three of us hear this girl's voice clear as day. Why are you leaving? And we just ran up those stairs and hop back over that fence. We were all freaked out for a while after that. After calming our nerves, all three of us was 110% sure we never saw anyone else in the basement. All right, you guys, thank you all for listening. That is it for today's episode. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please hit that five-star review. It really helps out the show. And be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening. Thank you all again for listening, and I will talk to you in the next episode.